All right, Legends Franchise League. This is episode 14 of Legends Radio. We're churning out some content in August. We've got a few more guys to cover for the league. Uh, we've gone through the two new owners, two new owners, uh, Alex and Jason. We talked to them. Uh, we've got a couple more vets to talk to. So today's episode, I've got Headbangers owner, Todd Hill. Todd's been in league from the first season, back in 2014. So we're going to talk to Todd and his roster. We're going to talk about the league a little bit, uh, some of the things they're doing. And hopefully we have some football to watch this fall. So, Todd, what's up? Hey, what's happening? So you down in Texas. And we used to work together, so the listeners didn't know. Todd and I worked together for, I don't know, five or six years. Back in 2014 is when we started this league. So that's when I, I, I got a bunch of guys together, and I was like, okay, I need some more people. I want to have, like, a big league. I got Todd, uh, Kyle Kinzer, the owner of the Funky Bunch team. He he was in the office with us. We got him in there. So do you remember much about that first draft? I remember thinking, wow, I'm killing it because they let me get Marshawn Lynch. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I remember I got, there was a couple old players that I got, and I thought, man, I got a pretty decent draft class here. And it did not take long before I realized, man, you went about this all wrong. You know, it's funny. I feel like that is a common sentiment shared with that first season. Like, I remember some of the things I did. I just didn't know, but I did none of us really played this format before. <laughs> but... Um, I think you've had Russell Wilson this whole time. And that, that first season, you won the division, and you got third overall. I'm looking at uh, some of our old stats. But then after that, yeah, you kind of had to you, – you took 15, 16, 17, you were kind of rebuilding. But you have won the division the last two years, 18 and 19, so you made the playoffs. Uh, no championships yet. Um, how are you feeling about 2020? I feel like I ought to have a great draft class next season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about your roster in a little bit, but uh, when we had the draft, um, you got like four rookies, so we'll talk about those guys a little bit. Um but uh, let's talk about you a little bit. You Like I already said, you've been in the league since the first season. Um, a lot of the guys have been in the league for a while. We've also got some new guys here and there. Um, we said you're, you're down in Arlington uh, working for Perkin Elmer. Yep. Guys don't know what that is, but they can Google it. Sorry. Um, and your daughters, are they still in Oklahoma? One of them is um, okay. the oldest. Tia's still there. She lives in Moore now. Is she and still in school somewhere? or? She was in culinary school, and, of course, culinary school is closed right now. Uh, of course. Don't know what's going to happen there, so we'll see how that goes. And then your youngest is with her mom? Yeah, and uh, she actually just moved to Guam, which is killing me. Oh, so. man. Wow. What's her yeah. mom do? Her mother, um, her stepdad works for the military. Oh, okay. So they got a base there? Yeah. Gosh, that's wild. Yeah. And then with all these, like, travel restrictions and stuff going on? I mean, yeah, they're going to go. Huh? Yeah. I don't know how it's going to work because, yeah, I was sitting up thinking, okay, no big deal. I can go to Guam. I probably got a relative over there anyway. My father was stationed there for a couple years. I don't put it past him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Go look for some hills in Guam. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not sure how, with the way travel is, I don't know how everything's going to work out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like, because we were talking about this, I started doing some of these podcasts back in March, and that's where everything was kind of hitting. And I just remember thinking, like, man, by the summer, this is going to be gone. Mm-hmm. By, by July, August, we're not even going to be talking about this anymore. 
And now, I mean, I don't know about Texas schools, what they're doing, but like Edmond, they just announced last week they're doing like half at home, half at school for the first semester. You know, teachers are having to do like half online, half in classroom. And then, you know, sports are, I mean, they're just, they're just winging it. Baseball's kind of winging it right now. Basketball seems like they're doing all right. They've got that bubble going on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you watch any get any basketball games last couple of days? I have not. Um, I've been watching the stats. I actually played some DraftKings. Uh, big shout out to you because I got on DraftKings because of you. Oh uh, yeah, I remember we we talk about setting lineups and stuff in the office and. Yeah, so. I had I one week. I had one week. I won like fifty bucks, and I thought I was like hot stuff. Yeah. And like ever since then, all I do is just like. Lose, 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 lose. But yeah, I haven't done basketball DraftKings. Yeah, I play it all, and I think my best my best win has been about two sixty something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Dude. But I know some guys, man. They are pulling in. I mean, I've seen them pull four figure wins out of there out of DraftKings oh, and FanDuel. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Man, I uh, I remember last season somebody won the the million dollar game. And they played like I, I want to say like a hundred lineups, which a lot of those guys do for the like the big pools, where they've got like they play the math and the numbers, and they've got spreadsheets, and like they'll they'll optimize like the hundred best lineups that they can, and just kind of hope one of them hits. And I don't even know if this person ever got their money because there's this big controversy because it was like a boyfriend and a girlfriend. And and this this had like a max bid or a max lineup limit. So like you could only put in like a hundred entries. Well they like optimized where the boyfriend put in a hundred and the girlfriend put in a hundred of different lineups. But so really it was like two hundred entries for them. Yeah. And they ended up winning and I don't know whatever happened to that. Like I know DraftKings had to like investigate so I, I don't know if they got their money or not, but it's kind of shady, but it is in the game until you get the rules right. You know, yeah. what can you do? Yeah, yeah. Well, shoot. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, I watched a little bit of basketball. Thunder actually pretty good <laughs> post Westbrook era. I'm actually so shocked too. Um, I thought it was going to be over with for the Thunder. In fact, I started calling them the St. Louis Thunder because it was going to be so bad that they were going to end up leaving. Oh man, that was <laughs> just going to go down. I mean, <laughs> you never know. Like, this team's going to be different next year too. They'll probably do some sort of tank. You think eventually, like this, Chris, like Chris Paul, Gallinari, like those guys are kind of just like they kind of just got stuck here and they made it work for a year. But I don't <laughs> know what they're going to do the next. I mean, the good thing is they have all those draft picks. So. But my issue with that is where the draft picks are. Yeah. It would be different if, you know, you had, the you had pick or some high draft picks. But these, all these 20-something picks, come on, man. I'm, I'm just not a Presty fan. You know that. Yeah, well, we've had we've had long talks about the yeah. Presty moves. And stuff. Well, I wondered, I think it was, yeah, you were gone, or you had, you moved out before that Paul George trade, but that was just that like shook the city, man. Yeah. And then everyone was like, "Oh, Westbrook's next," and like it was like a month or two later. Um, but you know, you never know what's gonna happen in 2026. It's like you know some of those Clipper picks. You know, who knows? Maybe Kawhi goes to the Lakers and the Clippers will suck. But I I don't know. But I mean, things change. Especially in Oklahoma City, things change so fast, dude. Yeah. I can't imagine all, you know. I remember we were sitting in there when uh, when they traded for Paul George, and then they traded for Melo, and we were so excited. Actually, no, I was pretty excited. I think you might have been more skeptical than me. Yeah, I wasn't happy about the Melo thing. I was just like, I don't know if that's going to work. You know, he doesn't play defense, so. Yeah, well, the, the story was written. Hate to be right on that one. <laughs> well, at least this bubble is is looking pretty interesting. Uh, you know, you don't have to watch the stupid Warriors 
just dominate everyone. So it's kind of wide open. I like watching Lakers and Clippers when they're good. I like watching uh, the Thunder when, you know, maybe they could get into the second round. We'll see. Well, enjoy it while you can because what's going to happen is they're going to end up, the the Warriors are going to end up with great draft picks. And yeah, and they're going to get healthy. And it'll be right back. Just It'll be right back where they were before they had Durant. Yeah, well, at least I didn't hate them back then. Well, you know, after Durant, you know, left and joined the super team and all this just fell apart, that's when I really started to hate them. But, yeah. um, I don't know, maybe, maybe I could get over it because the Thunder will suck. We'll be tanking our draft picks again and I won't have to worry about who's winning playoff games. I don't know. I, we'll see. I'm excited for football, though, if we have football. Right. So, there was a couple guys have opted out. Have you seen this? Yeah, I saw a couple guys that were saying, you know, came up with reasons that they weren't going to, you know, play. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not... The NBA, at least, they're, like, testing every day, and they're, like, in this, like, little confined bubble. I mean, NFL, I don't know if they can even do that. Maybe it's not realistic. But what they are doing, I don't know if it'll be enough. Yeah. Um, but some guys are opting out. Not a lot of, like, fantasy-relevant guys, but a, a couple interesting names. Uh, a lot of defensive players and, and offensive linemen, so. But that, that really can change the game. That offensive line is crucial. Oh, yeah. It is crucial to your running game and to protecting your quarterback, and, you know, they say defense wins championships. Yep. Oh, we could have some wild teams in the playoffs this year. I mean, who knows, like, you know, what if Mahomes got sick and missed a bunch of time? Like, you just, I mean, you could have, like, a Jets-Chargers Super Bowl. I mean, who knows? I have no idea. It could be wild. <laughs> that's, that's out there, but, yeah, it yeah, could happen. Yeah. You know, I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's always those, like, Cinderella teams you don't think are going to be that good. and that, I mean, the, the, the Titans made the, the AFC Championship game this year. I mean, people like Baltimore because they, they had put some things together, but, like, no one knew Lamar Jackson was going to be that good. I didn't think he was. I knew he was going to be good, better than what, uh, you know, the analysts were giving him, but I didn't know it was going to be that good. There was a couple games there where he decided, let me show you that I can throw. I'm not going to run that yeah. much. And I'm going to yeah. sit in the pocket and throw. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Somebody's got to stop this dude. He's going to be just outrageous his stats and yeah i remember thinking god you knew this guy was coming why did you not try to get get lamar jackson before he exploded you should have tried to make a trade for him yeah i have those guys before even this rookie draft there are a couple guys I'm, i'm i'm pretty high on um and i just didn't get them and i wonder if like the person that did draft them they're like, oh, I heard of this guy. Click, you know. They yeah. don't even know what I know, but they got him, and I don't, you know. But we got guys. We got guys in this league that like have all the picks. You know, some of us don't have any picks, and some guys have like six or seven picks. Yeah, it's just all these trades. But I was just like the Thunder this year. I didn't have any top-notch picks. I mean, every, every most people. Let me rephrase it. Had a first-round pick. But even my first round pick wasn't, you know, at the top. I wasn't going to get one of the elite players. Yeah, I got a pretty good one. I got some pretty good guys, I think. But you know, there were certain guys everybody was salivating for. They would have made anybody's roster. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I haven't had a pick that high. I mean, my team's. I've been. I've been in the playoffs the last few years, so it makes sense. But I don't. I don't usually get. I got to find someone that just like blows up later. You know. Yeah, um, I'm thinking I'm a couple players away, but I think I'm like now. I know I'm like, oh, this is really, really bad. I, can, I am, I have the injured team. My players. Yeah, yeah. My GMs, real life NFL GMs, should look in on our league and see who I have, so they can know to prepare for this because these yeah. guys are going to get hurt if they're on my team. It's just oh, okay, yeah. What is? <laughs> you need you need to call uh, Pete Carroll. Be like, hey. You get that backup quarterback situation settled because Russell Wilson's on my fantasy team. Yeah. He's the only one that hasn't. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, we could jump into your quarterback since we're talking about him. Because Russell Wilson, I mean, look, Russell Wilson, he's he's been awesome. Yeah. He's been awesome since he's, like, a rookie, and it's great. I don't know why they don't really, like, unleash him in Seattle, though. It feels like they, they just want to run the ball all the, all, like, all game. Yeah, well, there's sometimes I think they should run it, but then there are other times you you got a player in Wilson, and now I make – now that they got DK Metcalf, you know you got yeah. a big target to throw yeah. it. Yeah. Throw it. Did they sign anyone? I, I feel like they made another move this year. Uh, uh, I mean, they still got Tyler Lockett. Uh, DK I think they Metcalf. picked up a backup running back, but I can't think of who it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did sign Greg Olson. Not a huge, not a huge name, but another tight end. To kind of go in the mix there, and they haven't really had a, a a good tight end. I mean, even Jimmy Graham wasn't even that great when he was there. No, so so. But Russell Wilson, he's kind of like, I mean, kind of like Tom Brady, where he you don't, you don't he didn't have all the amazing weapons, but he his amazing skill kind of like just makes it work. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who that other guy they picked up, Carlos Hyde. That's who it was. Oh, okay. He had a hard year last year. It was decent. Texans. I mean, I don't think he he's not going to play over Carson or Penny. But Penny could be hurt, so that's probably smart to just have some insurance. Yeah. They do tend to get, get hurt around there in Seattle, the running backs do. Yeah. They, yeah. Well, that's wet up there, you know? It's heat. Humidity on your your old knees and uh, I've never been to Seattle, but I've been. It it does rain up there. Definitely does. Does its fair share of raining. I really like Carson though, and of course I'm biased. I found that I'm biased to players from Oklahoma. I mean, doesn't matter which team. If you played in Oklahoma at any point in your life, high school, junior high, college, I'm a root for you, which is really tough on me. Because yeah. so many Oklahoma players end up playing for the Cowboys. Yeah, I know where I live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're in Cowboy territory, yep. Yeah, it's it's bad. I hate them. Hate them, hate them, hate them. Yeah, I, Anna, you know, she's a Washington football team fan. She can't call them the Redskins anymore. Yeah. But, you know, she hates Cowboys, too, so. Yeah. Um, we, we, were, we were talking about going to uh, – uh, Washington plays in Dallas on Thanksgiving this year. And we're like, oh, this is perfect. Like, I always wanted to go to get Thanksgiving game, and her team's playing, and I was even looking at tickets, but I thought, man, I just, I don't know what's going to happen. They might not even sell tickets. You know, it might be like an empty stadium when they play that game. I don't even know. I have no clue how it's going to work in the NFL. Um Maybe they'll try to do the social distancing with the with the tickets. You know, you got to buy them in groups, and then we're going to put six, you know, seats in between you yeah. and the next guy. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think some some teams are going to do that. I I know some teams have already announced there will be no fans in their stadiums, and I guess maybe they could reverse that if if things look better in a few months. I don't know, but I know the. The New York teams are going to have no fans, which kind of makes sense. New York has been hit pretty hard. Yeah. Um, and they share stadium, the Jets and the Giants. So, And then I heard, what, today or yesterday, the Vegas Raiders will not have fans in their brand-new Las Vegas stadium. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think about just, like, the financial impact of – I mean, imagine spending, I, I can't even, like, make a guess, a billion dollars? Like, how much would a brand-new stadium like that cost? Multiple it's millions. Huge. It's a good-sized stadium. I yeah. saw them when they were building it. It's, it's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hundreds of millions, and then you're going to have, like, zero ticket vendor revenue. I mean, all the all the things they sell in the stadium, like, nothing for a year. Yeah, that really sucks. But these donors are rich; they can handle it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, especially like Al Davis, you know, and you know some of these other owners. I ain't worried about them and the players. I ain't worried about. But as fans, 
we want to see some action. So anyway, you got you got Russell Wilson. Yep. You got Ryan Fitzpatrick. They drafted Tua. Do you think Tua's going to start? It's a good chance. Um, I don't know. I, I, if I were running the Dolphins, I would not start Tua unless I was 100% sure he was really ready. Other than that, yeah. I'd let him sit, you know, for the first four games and just take it all in. Yeah. Well, especially the risks of this season with the – the lack of practice time, no preseason games. You know, just, and you got to make sure he's 100% too. You know, yeah. he's had his injuries over the last yeah, year. Lots so. of Bama injuries. And he's the face of your franchise, or at least you want him to be. So, so you're probably right. They'll probably throw Ryan Fitzpatrick out there, at least week one. And if they're doing okay, yeah, maybe you ride with Fitzpatrick for a while until he messes up. And uh, yeah. or get one of the two, and then you throw two in. Yeah, I think it'd be a wild season, especially. Well, the Bills were pretty good last year. Um, you know, the Jets are kind of the Jets, and the Patriots. Who knows what they're gonna? You know, I mean, Belichick's still there, but Cam Newton on the Patriots. I never saw that coming. I didn't see it coming, but I don't know what to expect from it. With Belichick at the helm, you really can't count them out. Yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, even that one year, Matt Castle was their quarterback. I think they still won like eleven games. Yeah, you know how many drafts uh, that next year, I was really big on Matt Castle. Nobody's going to see me coming with this. I can wait and get Matt Castle later on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've i got plenty of stories like that. But, yeah, but with Belichick, people look good. So maybe Cam Newton will return to, like, MVP form. It's possible. Very I mean, possible. He didn't have crazy receivers when he was the MVP, he really was kind of like doing it himself. So, I mean, it's kind of similar in New England. He doesn't really have any. He's got Julian Edelman and, you know, some fragile running backs. I can't even name one of their tight ends. A rookie, probably. I don't know their names. Yeah, I don't see him taking off too often. I I think, uh, you know, oh, I can't throw it. I'm just going to go take off and run. Yeah. I think check reigns that in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That or look to the guy is wasted, one of the two. Yeah, that's possible. But but yeah, they'll they'll look different. Gronk and Tom Brady and and Tampa Bay. Uh Tampa Bay's pretty interesting. Uh we could transition to t- talk to Tampa Bay a little bit because you drafted Keyshawn Vaughn. Who the Tampa Bay Buccaneers drafted? Now they still got uh, Ronald Jones, but he he hadn't literally looked great. Um, I mean, that's why they drafted him. Um, they did just sign Le- Lashawn McCoy. Did you hear about that? I had not heard about that. They just signed Lashawn McCoy, Tampa Bay. Um, I don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't think he's going to start or anything. He didn't do a whole lot in Kansas City last year. But he is off the market, you know, got a job. Um, it makes sense. He, someone should sign him. I mean, like, especially with – I think Keyshawn Vaughn literally got COVID-19. Like, I, I think he'll be fine. But, it, I mean, he was sick. So, like, the, you know, probably just made sense to sign someone. But um, do you make any sense of that backfield there? Do you think Keyshawn Vaughn will kind of rise to the top, or are you just going to wait and see? I, the whole reason I took him is because I thought he had a chance to start. Um, definitely within the next four years, even though we don't have that long on taxi, we only get two years on taxi. I think in two years, he should be the starter. Okay, yeah. You know, once uh, Peyton Barber was gone, I was like, yeah, that's wide open. That's This this guy's going to do it. Yeah, Peyton Barber's gone. Ronald Jones, I mean, he's still there, but, like, he's still the guy that he was last year. I mean, he's pretty young too so maybe he makes improvements but I think Tom Brady likes a guy that's gonna block in the backfield catch passes so I, I kind of like Keyshawn Vaughn in that role as well yeah. third downs yeah he, he wasn't my first pick for the draft uh, but the way the draft fell he's the guy that, that was available for yeah. me yeah well I mean I, the guys who I really liked, I didn't like how, how they failed. I really don't like the way they went. 
I think uh-huh. Taylor is a beast. I don't like him and Marlon Mack being on the same squad. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought. I, I always liked Marlon. I, I was surprised that Cole Sicker running back because I thought Marlon Mack was a good starting running back. So now it's like, you know, how long? I mean, I think Marlon Mack, he might even have a, a second year on contract. He might be there for two more years before Jonathan really, Jonathan Taylor really, like, takes a hold of that role. So I don't know. Yeah. And the same thing with A.J. Dillon, uh, going, sitting up at, at Green Bay. I don't, I'm like, man, they got enough running backs around there. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why they took a running back. Yeah. Aaron Jones was awesome. It is his last year of his contract. I get that. But Jamal Williams was a really good second running back. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jamal Williams yeah. could have came in and they wouldn't have missed much in my opinion. So that's why I'm like, why did you go out and get Dylan? That didn't make a lick of sense. Yep. No, and especially when they have, like, no receivers on that roster. And yeah. there were some good receivers left. I'm sure yeah. of it. But, but as far as your running backs go, I mean, just Jordan Howard, who's in Miami now, and Duke Johnson, um, who's in Houston. Of course, they traded for David Johnson, so there's still more competition there. Yeah. So, man, you're going to have to really hope Keyshawn Vaughn gets a hold of that job quick. Nah, I, I, want, him to, I, I want to keep him on taxi. I really do want to keep him on taxi. Smart. Like I, said, I anticipate having a great draft year next season, the way yeah. this is looking. Yeah. Hell, I still got Devontae Freeman on my, on my roster, and he's not on a team right now, oh, but yeah. he is trying to get on a team. I'm surprised he hasn't signed. Well, I mean, like, LaShawn McCoy just signed. So it kind of makes sense. Devontae Freeman's probably next. And it might just take, you know, we've got no preseason games, so no one's getting hurt. But maybe week one, you know, yeah. right on bad gets hurt or something. About a month ago, him and his agent got into it and he fired his agent because I, I think he was wanting to go to Seattle. Seattle wanted him, and oh. for whatever reason, his agent didn't get the, the deal done. So he was like, I had enough. Terms, okay. Well, yeah. what happens? And I still got uh, Miller down there. Well, I would say at Houston, but no, he has no team, and I have heard nothing. Oh, yeah, Lamar Miller, gosh. I have, yeah. I, I mean, nothing. it's been a full year since I even, like, heard his name spoken, so. so I got but, two running know, backs that don't have a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> we got cuts coming up. Of course, you're already cut down. Looks like you're good. Um, And you got you got five on the taxi, so. Um, but we'll, but I don't know what there's any good free agents out there, but we'll comb through them here in about a week or so. Um, but you're down, uh, you got cuts good. Your receivers, um, you know, some of them are getting older, but there's still some pretty good players. Tyler Boyd, you drafted a few years ago. He had a big year and gosh, their quarterbacks were just, I mean, Dalton played a little bit and he get he gets benched, and they got another guy come in. He's terrible, but now they got Slick Joe, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Well, again, like I was saying earlier about the offensive line, you got to make sure you can protect your quarterback. This guy's supposed to be the face of your franchise coming up. Yep. Be able to protect him, or else the receivers aren't going to be able to do anything. They've got a, a decent receiver core, I think. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. If AJ Green's back healthy, Tyler Boyd, Ross. Yeah. Oh, I forget. Always forget about Ross. He was a real high draft pick. And, yeah. And then the rookie they brought in. Uh, oh no, no, no. Wrong team. I'm thinking. Well, they did draft a uh, rookie Higgins from Clemson. Yeah. Big guy. Real big guy. Yeah. Big re- so I, I would have really. I think they got a, good, a pretty good receiver core. I just don't know that they protect the quarterback. I mean, at one point in time, I thought Dalton was a pretty, a pretty good quarterback. Right, not yeah. you know whole world, but man, did he fall off that bad, or is he not getting the protection? It's kind of the Andrew Luck effect, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I can bring it up because I know you were a Luck fan. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I could, I could just <laughs> rant about Luck. I mean, but, and but yeah, you're right. It's management getting those. Hog mollies up front that can protect your franchise. Right. So. And 
they didn't do that. You know what they did? Instead, they said, oh, we're going to get you a faster receiver to throw to. You can throw faster because you get a guy who can get out there faster. That's what it seems like the Colts did, in my opinion. And I hope that's not the same thing yeah. the Bengals are doing because they are getting decent receivers. Yeah. But yeah. you got to get those big uglies up front. Yeah, and I know they had drafted one, I think, a year ago, and he, uh, I think they got, like, an Alabama tackle, and then he, like, missed the whole year. So he should be back healthy. I think it's Jonah Williams, I think's his name. Um, you know, Mixon, we both like Mixon. Yeah. But he needs blocking, too. Right. You know, so. Yeah, that's interesting, but, I mean, so, you, I mean, you got Tyler Boyd the youngest of your receivers. He was the best one for you last year. Yeah. Um, he was better than Adam Thielen, who missed some games here and yeah, there. Yeah, he didn't play much. It seemed like he played about half the season. Yeah, he, he missed some games here and there and then just had a couple duds. But now, another offseason, he's healthy, and Stephon Diggs is gone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you like Thielen more this year? Or you I, I think Thielen has a potential. It depends on how they're really going to swing this. One or two people is going to is going to really have a good year. Either Thielen is going to kill it this year, or uh, Jefferson, the rookie, oh, is yeah. going to have a really good year. Because I, like I think he'll be on the side. Yeah, I like him. I like their tight ends. I like Dalvin Cook. Yeah, that's probably just another team that's like they're going to go as far as that offensive line can go. And yeah. see from there. Yeah, that's a, that's one of those teams that surprised you with the COVID. You know, a couple people out here and there, and these guys could be in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, they weren't too far off a few years ago when they had Case Keenum as their starting quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Marvin Jones, Larry Fitzgerald, they're getting up there. Well, Marvin Jones not that old, actually. He's been doing all right with the Lions. Larry Fitzgerald's just a robot, just plays forever, you know. So, and that's really interesting because Kyler Murray, you know, another Oklahoma kid, we're rooting for. Kyler Murray's looking pretty good in Arizona. You know, maybe they throw it enough that Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins can both do well. Um, I, I see Fitzgerald. He's been declining. I think it's going to just continue. Yeah. Yeah. I think when I get ten years. My team is pretty old. Well, if you if some of these guys flash first couple of weeks, it might be uh trade block time. Yeah. Take that trade bait if <laughs> yard sale, come come check him out. <laughs> now something I haven't been mid season trades is something I haven't really done a whole lot of. I've been pretty conservative with it. But yeah, I gotta let some of these guys go. Yeah. Got well gotta get- and, and you can do that in season two. You know, you made a couple trades this offseason, mostly moving a couple picks around. You gained an extra pick, moving down a couple spots. You gained a 2022 second as well. I'm looking at the transactions here. Uh, you moved Deshaun Jackson for a pick. Um, I don't know who you took with that, but you've got you, you've got a couple rookies. Antonio Gandy-Golden, Tyler Johnson, another Tampa Bay guy in that offense. Um, so... You definitely you were able to fill up your taxi, which that's good. You got five guys. Um, now tied in Delaney Walker. I think he retired. Did he? I, I was waiting to see if he was going to get picked up by well, anybody. I wondered if he just didn't have a team or if he retired. I can't. I'm not sure. Yeah. But no, he definitely doesn't have a team as of right now. And I figured, you know, somebody would probably sign him if he was willing. That's what makes me think I heard he retired. Yeah, because he was hurt up all last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then Eric Ebron got a new team. The Berg. Yeah, Steelers. And, I mean, they could probably use a good tight end. And, and Roethlisberger's back. Um, you know, Antonio Brown's gone. Juju's there. They were kind of a mess last year. Who started a tight end for Pittsburgh last year? Uh, I think he's he was, still there. He wasn't he, that great. What's his name? Uh, white dude. Vance McDonald. Oh, yeah, yeah, Vance McDonald, yeah. Yeah, he's there, you know. They'll probably run two tight end sets then, him and Ebron. That's what yeah. they did in Indy. 
they played uh, Doyle and Ebron together a lot. Yeah, I didn't like that either. I was I never want to wish ill on anybody, but it didn't make me mad when Ebron uh, when Doyle went down and Ebron was able to you know. Oh yeah, well that was that that one. It wasn't last year. The year before last, it was like Luck's only good receiver was Ebron. That's it. They threw him all those touchdowns. Right, and that's why I made a trade behind that year. Somebody, oh my God, I can't remember who I even who, who made that trade, but I said, you know what? I'll take Ebron as just as good as my receiver, any receiver that I got on my roster right now. So I made that trade, and I, I felt really good about it at that point. Yeah, yeah, and things change. <laughs> well, I mean, who in the hell should, could predict this superstar quarterback in his prime is just going to hang it up? Yeah, you know, I no. feel like to this day I'm just like baffled by it, but uh, I don't know. Um, so yeah, you got Ebron. I mean, you'll need a backup tight end. There's probably some guys you'll probably look at in free agency. Um, but like you said, you're probably playing for a draft pick next year, huh? It looks like it. I mean, you know me. I've never been the, the guy to to tank. Yeah. But I remember one time I actually said on a uh, on the group meet thing I didn't think my players did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't my choice. They sucked. Yeah, they got hurt. Yeah, I put in my best. The best players I had, I I have always put in. But man, those guys weren't playing. The guys who I wanted to play, they were sitting it out. Yeah, yeah. What can you do, right? Nothing you can really do about that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. All right. Well, that's your roster. Um, your your division has been pretty winnable the last few years. Kyle has kind of been rebuilding. Uh, Hannibal's has kind of just always been rebuilding. Uh, Tanner's made a bunch of moves. He's making a play for the division, though. I think he's going to get the division. I really do. I like. I I um you know I've been pretty distracted over the last few months. And all of a sudden, don't get me wrong, on group me, I can get on group me every so often, and I might be 70 or 80 posts behind it. And I'll check that out and laugh. Yeah, uh, yeah. You guys have me cracking up. But uh, I hadn't actually went to the league page, and I went to the league page and was like, OMG, these guys are making moves. There's a lot of trading been going on. Yeah. And I was like, how did I miss this? Uh, I missed out on this. God of War. OMG, you talk about him and Tanner. Those two really changed their rosters. Oh, yeah, completely and, and in totally different directions, but yeah. equally as, like, impactful for the league. Yeah, so um, I, I feel like, man, I kind of missed out. I should have been in there trading around. I would have loved to have more draft picks for this draft. Uh, right. Next yeah. year, you know, I'm, I'm hyped up. The only good thing, I'm trying to get myself some silver lining here and say, Next year, I'm going to have some good draft picks, but will I even get to see them play this right. year? Too? I mean, some of these guys, like, I think about, you know, another Oklahoma guy, we keep bringing it back, but Chuba Hubbard is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've heard rumors, I mean, if if the if college football is just going to play, like, a few games, I mean, maybe it's not maybe not that big a deal. Like, I think Big, big 12 is just going to play Big 12 teams, and that's it. And so, you know, maybe he plays nine games and then skips the bowl. But if he feels like he's getting run into the ground or he's risking his health by getting sick or something, I mean, maybe he just sits out a season and gets ready for the draft. I think a lot of players might do that. Yeah. Like first-round guys, like Chuba Hubbard, you know, maybe maybe not the quarterbacks, but, you know, maybe that ETN, that running back for Clemson, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be it's tough not knowing how the season's going to be. I mean, we're talking like the NFL is going to happen. You know, they're pro sports and they want their money. Oh yeah. But, but the college game, uh, mind you, I went to a little bit of a smaller school. Uh, they're not playing fall sports. Oh, you know. Uh-huh. So we, it's a good chance we don't see any college football. So next year's draft is going to look like what? How do you know? You know, there are some guys who step out that one year. You only really get to see them that one year because somebody was ahead of them. Yeah. Uh, like some whoever was sitting behind Taylor at Wisconsin. Oh, he might uh-huh. be awesome. 
Yeah. But you wouldn't know because he was behind Taylor, and now we'll never know yeah. if he doesn't see it. I, I think about, you, you bring up a good point, like uh, like Saquon Barkley at Penn State was awesome, and he went, mm-hmm. you know, top two. And then that very next year, it was only one season, but Miles Sanders had a good season, and, and he, you know, gets drafted by the Eagles, and now he's Eagles starting running back. Yeah. You know, who? what would have happened if they didn't have that season? Like, was someone going to get Miles Sanders in, like, round six or something? And Right. Nobody would have been looking for him. Yeah. He had to show out that one year, and I'm not sure everybody's going to get that chance to show out. Yeah. Hopefully the, the scouts and stuff in the NFL can still get some of these guys drafted or at least invited to training camps next year. Though what sucks for this year's rookies, like the undrafted guys, I mean – they didn't even have preseason games to, like, show their skills. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they have a good league. Chance. I mean, I guess you got to go play for one of those lower leagues. But the XFL, did they fold the season? They folded up the whole league. Now, I did just hear um, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, him and some other investment people, they together, they're purchasing the XFL. So I, I think they're going to try to resurrect it. I mean, of course, this is all like – I mean, I think it would have worked if the virus hadn't kind of just destroyed sports altogether during that time. But but if The Rock, who's got money, we know that, you know, if he – and he's got a football background too. Um, so maybe 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 it, it rises up from the ashes again. I, it'd be cool, but, you know, we'll see. Um but yeah, so um, let's let's do some lightning round questions. Have you listened to some of the other podcast episodes? I have. I listened okay. to it. Cool. Well, it's pretty much same format. I got some pretty straightforward questions, maybe a few silly questions, some about football, some about other stuff, and we'll just chat a little bit and we'll we'll wrap it up. All right. Okay. So, who's your favorite NFL team? Whoever's kicking the shit out of the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's been quite a few teams the last few years, actually. Yeah. Hey, my team has been pretty good, but I was worried about them this year. Yeah, yeah. Now, you got some family in Virginia, right? Were they Redskins fans? Uh, No. Well, the folks I had in Virginia weren't even sports fans. <laughs> okay. okay. I get that, too, especially if your team's the Redskins. I mean, you know, what is, what's your alternative? And then what would you follow the Broncos when you were a kid, right? Or didn't you like like Elway or something like that? Yeah, I was a huge Elway fan. I liked the Broncos. Um, I liked the Niners. I had moments where I, I found myself liking players more than teams. Like I was a Charger fan at one point. You know, they had LaDainian and Drew Brees. Oh, and yeah, dude. Talk about fantasy mm-hmm. superstars. As soon as Drew Brees was gone, I was through with the Chargers. I, I mean, I look in on them, and I hope they do well. But I would never call myself a a Saints fan. But I'm always hoping that Drew Brees is doing well. Yeah. I, I guess I kind of was. I used to root for Deuce McAllister, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Deuce. Deuce just got promoted this week, actually. Um the Eagles head coach got coronavirus, and he had he's going to sit out for a few weeks or whatever. So, uh, no, no, that's Deuce Staley I'm thinking of. Deuce McAllister is a different running back. Yeah, Deuce McAllister was at uh at the Saints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deuce Staley was at like Eagles. Yeah. Steelers got yeah, yeah. Well, a couple of Deuces that played running back. I remember Deuce McAllister. I had him in one of my first fantasy teams, like in high school. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Uh, what was that wide receiver? Horn. Joe Horn. Joe Horn, yeah. Uh, I remember him. Yep, that's about it I, that I remember from. And then I remember um, Jimmy Graham's, like, first good year with the Saints. I remember fantasy owning him. But, but yeah, yeah, I can relate to just, like, kind of liking players. That's kind of how I was in the NBA. So I really didn't like the Pacers, and then the, the, thun- the Thunder wasn't even a thing yet. Yeah. But... Um, but yeah, okay. So, uh, who's your favorite college teams? I'm always root for OU. Period. Once upon a time in my life, I rooted for uh, Notre Dame and for Florida State. More or less, I think it was because of the uniforms more than anything else. I like the uniforms. Yeah, gold helmets. 
I can't go wrong yeah. with that. Um, yeah, you know I like my Notre Dame team. I, I'm just kind of worried about – I just don't even know what to think about college football this year. I'm just yeah. so just sitting back and hoping they play. You know, I I wouldn't even I wouldn't even I don't even care who they play. They play each other. I don't even care who the champion is. Or I just want to watch some games. You know. Yeah, it's it's gonna be tough figuring out how this is gonna all work. Yeah, but it can, hopefully they figure it out. Yeah, I'm just hoping a government's figure it out and. And maybe it's not government's fault. I don't know, but we we got to get this these virus cases down, and and maybe we just gotta wait till it naturally suppresses kind of itself. But I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. Um, okay, what is uh, what what's your, some of your non-football sports that you like? And you watch? Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, I actually will watch golf. Yeah. I- I have actually caught myself watching lacrosse. Wow. I mean, like, lacrosse, yeah. like college lacrosse. Yes. Yeah. And I'll, I'll sit back and I'll be like, ah, what's on TV? Nothing. Oh, look, lacrosse. And I'll sit back and watch it. And I caught myself watching the college championships just a couple of years back. And I am in my room just tripping, and it went to commercial, so I'm running to the kitchen. So I could run and grab me a snack right quick oh, man, and run man. into my daughter in there. And she's like, Dad, there's this sport going on. It's right now. It's North Carolina versus. you got to see this. She's in the other room watching the college championship. Watching it too? Yeah, blown oh. away by it. So we're both just loving it. Okay, cool. Notre Dame's got a good lacrosse team. Or at least they did. Um, do you ever play DFS golf? No, I actually looked at it once. Um, one of my friends was trying to tell me, you know, do it. It's easy money, but I didn't do it. Yeah, oh, not for me. I know nothing about golf, but um, I knew a guy that played uh, DF. I don't really know him, but I talked to him online. Uh, he plays DFS WNBA mm. and says it is so easy money. Like there are a few people that are really good, and that's why they play, so they win, they like make extra money. But most people, they just don't know enough about the sport, not just basketball, but just who the good women are, who the good women teams are. And he said he just cleans up. I mean, not like crazy figures or anything, but that's just another thing. I, no way I could, I could jump into that, but. I didn't think of that. That is something to think about. Though. I mean, it's just like those, those kind of like marginal sports where it's not like hyper analyzed, like NBA and NFL. I mean, you have legitimate pros that have their own websites where they do DFL, DFS like help for money, and they've got like their own little algorithms and stuff. But some of those other things, like, you know, maybe like golf or NASCAR, uh, you know, something like that, you could kind of be able to bridge the gap without all these, you know, pros in your way. I don't know. I will say I won a couple bucks on Canadian football. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you bet on the Argonauts or something uh, like that? <laughs> no, no, it was, it was DFS. You know, and I just picked players that I knew from, like, college basketball, I mean, from college football. Oh, yeah. Some of those guys you never hear about, but then they're actually up there playing in the Canadian League. Yeah. I'm trying to think who it was. It was a running back from OU uh, a couple years back, and I'm like, this dude is still playing football because he, he, he's old and he never made the NFL. Yeah. Uh, but there he was, sitting on a, on a Canadian team. I was like, I'll be damned. Wow. Yeah, you never know. Okay. All right, let me do, um, let's see here. Um, who are some some famous athletes you've met or bumped into or knew back in the day? Some, some crazy story that guys would get a kick out of. Okay, so, of course, I think I told you about this. In college, I went to school in Virginia. And, you know, everybody knows everybody out there. We're all playing ball. And the locals kind of don't get a lot of respect out there. Yeah. So the locals are running around, and they're like, ah, you know, 
let's go over here to the local game over there. It's pretty good, and blah, 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 blah. And this kid comes out, and uh, he's really good. You know, we've seen him around before, and we knew he was really good. But still, he's local. He can't be that good. We're all talking noise and all this and that, and somebody's like, okay, he's good, but he, he has no left. Just keep him on your left. He gets upset and says, I don't have a left. I don't have a left. All right, I'm going to play from now on with, with, uh, with just my left. And he's just going left, left, left everywhere. And finally, he takes somebody with a dribble. He crosses with one hand, back with the other hand, comes around the back and goes for a dunk. Ooh. He missed the dunk, thank God. It would have been just too embarrassing. Right, right. Killed that guy. Yeah, and we were all like, God, I didn't know he was that good. And a couple months later, Allen Iverson got thrown in jail, and every the whole world knew who he was at that point. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he used to play on the courts that I played on in, in college, and to the point where I actually have run across him at places, and he spoke to me like, hey, what are you doing out here? Oh, so, yeah? Yeah. It's, now, it's he fun. was awesome football player too, right? Oh, yeah. Player of the year. Wow. For like two years straight in football. He was the man. Yeah. I've heard about I think I, I watched a story on ESPN or something. Yeah, that region of Virginia puts out a lot of, you know, it's a it's a military area. A lot of military bases. A lot of players came out of there. And some of them are related. Uh, Michael Vick is from the same place, uh, Hampton-Newport News area. Michael Vick, Joe Smith. Saints had a, a quarterback once upon a time. I can't think of his name. Aaron. Uh, oh, Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks. They're all from there. Um, oh Ronald God. Curry. Ronald Curry was pretty much Allen Iverson's understudy. Wake Forest had a, a a point guard that used to play back with Tim Duncan. He was from there. It was just a ton of athletes out of there. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, I met Brevin Knight just walking by. Me and Greg, we were coming from lunch one day. And I saw him. We saw a couple people. We ran into Reggie Miller out there since the Thunder had been oh, in Oklahoma. okay. They were there for, like, a broadcast or something? Yeah, they were there for the game. And uh, I guess they were going to be color commentators. But I ran into Brevin Knight, and he was so shocked that somebody even knew who he was. That's hilarious. Yeah. I think the funniest, though, NBA story of a guy who was in the league, I was at a Thunder game, um... Wayman Tisdale and Rick Berry were sitting together. And I basically, you know, got to meet them and say hi and hey and all that. And the next day, I went to Vegas for the All-Star game. I'm walking around the All-Star game. And I think, I'm trying to think, was Mike Danette with me? Because he just happened to go to Vegas that same week. Yeah. But we're walking by, and I see uh, Brent Berry. And he had just got traded. Oh, wow. Like the day before, or either earlier that day. And I, I feel like, hey, man, how you doing? You know, I'm all hyped up to see this big NBA player and all this. And I said, what do you think about the trade? Now, mind you, this is before, you know, smartphones. Okay. It's before, cool. like, Facebook, Twitter, yeah. stuff on your phone. At this time, the phone I had was a gold Nokia phone. It was about the size of a Snickers bar. Oh, so if, yeah. if you remember that phone, <laughs> no. but we're, we're talking to him and he's like, what, what are you talking about? This guy had no, he didn't even know he got, so you broke the news to him that he was traded. Yeah. That was oh, probably wild. my biggest pro professional sport uh, story ever, that I broke the news to him. An actual NBA player. Yeah, that, that yeah, I mean that's crazy because back then, like, it's so different. Nowadays, it would just never happen. That yeah. they would get like a buzz on their phone. ESPN, you've been traded. Like, okay. Yeah, kind of like Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember watching that. He at the All Star game. Yeah, he looked at his phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, all right. That's funny too because they were the All Star game was in New Orleans, and he yeah. got traded to New Orleans. Uh, I remember I was at Oklahoma City Airport, and I was just sitting at a terminal, and uh, some Magic players had just got traded. I can't remember where from. 
It was Hito Turgaloo and Jason Richardson. Uh-huh. And they were just sitting in the airport because uh, they got traded to the Magic or from the Magic. I think they got traded to the Magic. And the Magic were playing in Atlanta that night. And they were on a connecting flight headed to Atlanta. And it, they just stopped up in Oklahoma City. And I just remember staring at him for a while. And I was like, yep, that's definitely who that is. Because, you know, they're like 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, oh, yeah. It's, they're not easy to miss, so. Yeah. You could have ran into Hito out at uh, Newcastle back when they had poker. He likes to play poker. Uh, those twins, the Williams twins, Jason and Jaron, one of them likes to play poker. We played Utah one year, and like a, a ton of the Utah players were out there just – with the rest of the crowd, you know, just a bunch of tall guys playing poker at various tables. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've heard Westbrook likes playing poker. Really? I've never seen him. There. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, and I don't know if he just plays, like, in L.A. or in Vegas mostly, but or if he does local spots. But uh, I don't know if he's good, but, you know, you got enough money to throw around, you can just do it for fun. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't seem to care because they made some plays. It was just like, are you really trying to win? Or you just, I want to see how this turns out, you know. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. But, no, those are good stories. I was like, uh, you know, everybody's got something that they've seen or done, and it's kind of it's good radio to hear some other yeah. guys like, oh, yeah, you know, probably won't experience that. Um, but, you could, so, let me ask you this. You got, like, a local spot there? Where you live, like a, a bar, a restaurant, or something you like to hit up? I really don't. There's a um, there's a place called Boomer Jacks. It makes me think of Bar Louie's back, back in OKC. Uh-huh. It's kind of like that. I've been there a couple times. Sometimes it can get packed, and you can't really even see the game. The TVs aren't big enough. That's um, the one I really like in Arlington, the yeah. women. Got a nice, nice group of women that come through there. But right. the TVs aren't about it. Then if you go to the other one, where they got bigger TVs, the women's situation sucks. Oh, yeah. uh, so it's kind of one of those type situations. Which which are you going for this time? But I haven't really been here with the job I got now. I'm on the road so much yeah. that I haven't really locked down. I've been here. Oh, it's going on two years. It's going on two years, and I have not really gotten everything set here the way I want it. Like my local hangouts, I got a couple restaurants, but I don't have a, a sports bar yet. Gotcha, yeah. There's a place, um, gosh, we were down there. Uh, they're famous for, like, seafood and po'boys. Man, I'm just blanking. Papado's? Papado's, yeah, I think it is Papado's. Yeah. They got one so at the think- airport, too. I like the one on, uh, there's one right there by Six Flags, not too far from Six okay. Flags. It's pretty good, pretty cool. The situation in there is nice, but again, they got small TV yeah, yeah. without closed caption. Yep. You gotta pick your poisons. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. Um, all right, so pick one, bowling or golf. Which do you play more or, or you're better at? Oh, Golf. For sure. Okay. Do you bowl at all? Do you like bowling? I I will bowl. I get the drunker I get the better I seem to get. Yeah. Uh, nice. But yeah, golf and I'm no golf pro either. I played in high school and I still I'm no pro. Yeah, no, I I'm no pro at either one. But I'll probably I can get more lucky when I bowl. Like I'll just kinda have a hot night or something, you know, but I'm just always bad at golf, so I can't just get lucky and you know, yeah. get a you know, two hundred yard driver or something. No. Now golf is one of those sports you gotta you gotta play it. You can't. You know, with with bowling, you might not play for six months, a year, and go in and do decently. You can't do that with golf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You gotta play at least once a week, and if I get to doing that, then I get to I'll, I'll play decently. Yeah. Yeah, and bowling's a little more social event. You know, you might just be there like throw a ball every now and then, but really you're there like hang out, talk, get some drinks. 
yeah. golf, you know, you're outside, you're you're either walking hole to hole or, or it's just you and like one other person in a golf cart or something. But some guys it's all they're all about it though, so I get it. Um are you in are you more into guns or cars? Guns. Guns. I think I actually was pretty sure I knew how you'd answer this question, but <laughs> I figured yeah, I've picked up an AR-15 since I've been here, so that puts me at seven now. Yeah, I was about to say, that puts you uh, more than one for sure, because I know you had a few when we talked back in the day. Yeah, I'm just short on ammo. i got to find. Yeah, I think, isn't everybody short on ammo, or just because of the virus and stuff? And Yeah, things start getting bad, you know, with all of the mass shootings that have gone on over the last couple of years. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're really buying up guns, buying up ammo, and it's just hard to find. Yeah. I'm thinking about buying a press and starting to press my own bullets. Oh, yeah, do them like Greg does them. Yeah, Greg presses his own, and they're always wondering, you know, I don't know how how this batch is going to run and all this and that, and I don't go to the range enough to really collect brass like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I never thought about that, where he gets that, but... Yeah. Or if you just, like, order him or something, but... You know, he's part of the gun club, so at the gun club, he'll... You know, you have to do some volunteer work as part of your membership. So when he's there, he scoops up all the brass, and then he can use that brass at home to to rebuild his loads. Okay. Yeah, he figured it out then. Yeah. He he came up with a good scheme there. Dude, I'll tell you what, though, I... I've got a gun, uh, just been passed down from, like, family and stuff, but I haven't shot it in forever. I haven't shot any, I mean, we just haven't been to the gun range, it's mostly been closed, and my grandpa passed away a few years ago, but we go shooting with him, but, but just the events, just the current events in the world today, I mean, it may, it makes me want to, like, load up, just, just in case, you know, you never know what, have like, virus things that go south or here and there or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe, probably not, but sometimes you just get thinking cynical about that stuff. But I think about it often. You know, sometimes my job has me driving out into the boondocks. Yeah, and uh, yeah. there's been some places where I was like, oh, I need to be locked and loaded out here. Um, you know, you see John Boy coming out of the, the shed. Looks like, a, you know, where the steel is and everything. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to really deal with this dude, and uh, I need to have my heat on me. But, quote, unquote, we're not allowed to pack our weapon because we might go on to a petroleum facility. And with the heat on there, you, what you don't want is any type of discharge okay. on those. So, okay, interesting. Yeah, so we're not allowed to, to bring them in our work vehicles. Yeah, yeah. Quote, unquote, of course. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Because I know a guy or two that does. I'm not one of them yet, yeah, but I know yeah. a two that does. <laughs> there you go. You got to do it safe. But. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think we'll pretty much wrap it up. This is a good episode. We got through your roster. We talked a little bit about the draft, the upcoming season. I just I, I just hope we have football. We'll see. Yeah. I'm, I hope we will. If the NBA is going to pull it off, I'm sure the NFL will figure out a way. You know, I'm not a Goodell fan either. I absolutely cannot stand Roger Goodell. Right, right, right. But I hope they figure out a way to do it. I would would love to have something positive to say about him figuring it out. Yeah, and maybe he'll just stumble onto everything and he'll just get lucky and it'll work out. And, and, you know, he can take the credit if he wants. I don't care, but... If the yeah. rest of the league can kind of, if, if each individual team can figure themselves out, then maybe it, it won't be a, a, as big a deal. But I think they gotta they gotta do like the NBA though, and I mean I know it's a lot more players, but if you're actually gonna get in the game, you need to get checked every game because you're gonna be tackling each other. You know, oh yeah, lead on one another and stuff out there, especially those big linemen. You gotta everybody's gotta get checked. Yeah, I saw something. Uh, they were gonna like ban high fives or something during the game. Like, oh, they're grabbing each other, sweating all over each other, literally tackling each other to the ground. But you know, after a touchdown, you can't high five your teammate. Yeah. 
I guess face masks, you know, oh, Lord, what are they going to do for that? Guy grabs your face mask and whatnot. Yeah, right. I've seen some cool concepts, actually, online, some, like, full, uh, like, face shields over the helmet, like, just, like, some really durable plexi or something like that, something clear that they can, like, see through, but, like, keeps them from breathing on each other and and then you're not grabbing face masks and stuff. It might eliminate face mask penalties. I don't know. But it's all just concepts and stuff. Yeah. So, I'd have to figure it out. But, yeah, yeah. But. All right, Todd. Well, hopefully uh, we're a little, we get a little more activity in the league next few weeks. I mean, we're only a month away from the season starting, so. Uh, and let me, let me, while I got got the ear right now. Let me uh, make a statement. The best way to contact me for any transaction is to leave me or group me on the personal Google line. There you go. Because I know I'm bad at, at uh, going to the league and checking. Yeah. Well, sometimes I even am at work all day or something. I don't check it and there's like 48 messages. I don't read them. I'm like, I'll just catch the next one, <laughs> you know. But that's good for you listeners out there. You know, make some trades with the headbangers. Slide into those DMs. Yep. So, okay. All right, Todd, thanks for your time, man. And I'll uh, get this episode posted up real soon. All right. Have a good one. All right. See you, man. Later.